<laughs> There's only two weeks left to the regular season. It's over. And that's finally. it. That's it. That is thank it. God. Yeah, thank fucking We've had to God. endure it a lot. Thank fucking God. Okay. Five. Four. Three. Two. And one. Hello world is a song that we're singing Come on get happy Come Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the Happy Hour Welcome back Habs listeners Happy Hour listeners even, Habs watchers Where, you know, you might be tuning into the Happy Hour Once it's recorded and finished after this historic loss against the minnesota wild is it historic no oh, okay it was a bygone conclusion jesus christ this team so far the habs have won two games in the month of april two. Oh shit two and they've played more than two actually mm-hmm. if, if people have been paying attention um We'll talk about that and many other things. Many other things that have been chronic issues with the Habs in the past. I still take extreme prejudice prejudice against. I'm a broken record. I'm going to continue to be broken until it's fixed. That's the only way I can look at it. Before we get into that, I want to say something not hockey related. My mother, last week, finished her last treatment of radiation i haven't mentioned anything about this my mother was uh, diagnosed with stage two breast cancer in the fall last fall uh went through chemo and uh as mentioned uh, chemo came back well not chemo but after the chemo treatments things looked great so of course the next logical step is to do radiation to pinpoint it give her a you know sunburn for a while you know where they're pinpointing it she did that And now, um, after another checkup or two in the next two months, uh, the prognosis uh, that we are hoping for, that everyone is saying, is that everything is good, cancer eliminated, and my mom's fine. So. Amazing. Amazing. It is Wonderful news. It is wonderful news. I'm overjoyed to report it. Uh, In the past, I've been wearing the the purple uh, Hockey Fights Cancer Habs hat. There was a reason to that, and that's what it was. Uh, throughout the entire process, my mom, though, as crazy as she is, continued working. No problem. She's a trooper. Doesn't know when to quit. Doesn't matter if there's a malignant mass of tissue within her body trying to kill her at the same time. This being the second malignant mass of tissue within her body after me. <laughs> David. Even though this was many, 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 many years ago during the uh, <laughs> the heyday of the Cold War. <laughs> now then, my name is David That's Ojam. Fantastic at news! What? Dave. Yes, it is. It is fantastic okay. news. It's very good news, and I, uh, you know, didn't uh, didn't really share it all that much. But once now that things are ooh, what the fuck, now that things are okay, I felt to share it because it's good news. No need to yeah. dwell on it any longer. My mother is now more than happy to go back to casinos in Las Vegas and drink <laughs> herself silly and gamble away what. You know, um, what uh, 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 what estate I could inherit from her, which would be <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Thank you, Mother. My name is David OJ. I'm at MetalDave02 on Twitter.com. Joined, as always, by Veronica. Yeah, I'm at CHI. Oh, I am a candidate for Prime Minister of Canada. Ooh. And my at is C-H-I-L-E underscore pepper on, on Twitter.com. Twitter. Now, um, refresh my history. Has there ever been a female prime minister of Canada? Yes. Okay. Um, she was, uh, I forget what her, she was like interim prime minister, Kim oh. Campbell. Oh. Um, she was kind of a disaster. Mm. And I, 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 um, this was in, I want to say the early 90s. No and kidding. And she stepped in, and I don't remember why, but she also did kind of like a, do you remember the, on the cover of Vanity Fair, Demi Moore, when she was pregnant with her first baby? Oh, okay. The nude shot. Ooh, Demi Moore? You know? mm. I'll, yeah. I'll check this out later. I'm 
yeah, very interested yeah. now. So it was kind of a, so she, she did kind of a nude shot, like with a prime minister robe in front of her, but like, you know, bare shoulders and stuff like that. And, you know, she was completely discredited as, as, as a silly woman and, and everything like that. She was only for a brief time prime minister, but she was not elected. Oh, so it's kind of like, in. so it's kind of like if Biden did like a shoot in Vogue. Yeah. <laughs> and Vogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would have been like, hmm, didn't really, yeah. didn't really anticipate this side of no. Joseph Biden. <laughs> Kim so. Campbell. Kim and Campbell. So but she's the only one. But the reason that I joke about uh, being candidate for prime minister of Canada is because that yes. guy, Pierre Poilievre. Um, Poilievre. He's the, he's the guy who's like, he's, he's basically, you know, a student of U.S. Republican politicians. And he's just mm. like, he's just... He's that guy that was like supporting those um, so called truckers, truckers. The freedom convoy. Yes, yeah, because there isn't freedom enough freedom convoy. to be had. Yeah, who mm. he's never denounced all of these criminals that have been charged with everything. By the way, yeah, but, um, doesn't yeah, look that's good. on his Twitter account. And so, if you like Google, not Google, but if you do a Twitter search for candidate for Prime Minister of Canada, everybody there running. are a lot of people. It's gonna be a tight <laughs> who race. Have that on their profile. It's gonna be a tight race. Um, let's see. So, aside from that, look south of the border, down in the states, uh, one of the heads of the Proud Boys flipped. And people's heads are rolling from the January 6th insurrection uh, stuff that happened back then. So we will see how all that turns out. Now, with all that being said, we are the Happy Hour at Happy Hour on Twitter.com, Happy Hour Pod on Instagram, HappyHour.com, and YouTube.com slash Happy Hour to watch us live. Well, sort of live. At some <laughs> point, we should do a live show. It will be a disaster, but we should It'll be a disaster. It. it would be a I complete mean, disaster. Nothing different than what we usually do. Yeah, nothing all that much different. Um, <laughs> speaking of disasters, uh, the Habs lost, got shut out again. And as many times as Carey Price has started games for the Habs. Now, of course, Twitter is a lit currently. C'est soir. Parce que. Uh, le dernier marqué pour la Canadienne was during the fucking Stanley Cup Finals in overtime game four. That was the last time the Habs scored a goal with Carey Price in net. It's it's a resounding embarrassment. I don't care if we're trying to judge young talent. I don't care who the opponent is. This is Carey Price, the literal, the current face of the franchise. Like, as it stands right now, he is the face of the franchise, and the Habs cannot get it done in front of him. I hate to use the phrase, not being able to rise to the occasion, but holy fuck! Score a goal! Yeah. Habs got thumped 8-4 to four against the Capitals over the weekend. Um... And some, some, uh, is it the Coliseum today? Don's the Coliseum uh, was talking about how Kerry let down the team tonight. Don les coulisses. Yeah. And I, it, was that them? I have to double check now because I'm. That's their name, isn't it? Nope. I'm so sorry. Sorry. It was Le Journal de Montreal. Okay. Never mind. Oh, God. Much less reputable. Kerry uh, Price, <laughs> n'est pas pas le poids face au wild. Essentially blaming Kerry for not being ready against the wild and it's like bro or brett bro yeah. lady or whatever yeah. in between um yeah. montembeau let in more goals in one game than carry price has let in this entire season yeah like fuck off this team yeah. is is shambles it drives me nuts and the broken record thing that i talk about so many times what the fuck is alex burrows doing I don't know what his job is anymore. Three power plays tonight. Three shots on those power plays. Thank God they got shots on goal. However, man, during the first period, it was the second power play of the game. And in the first period, Cole Caulfield. Love him. He is another, yeah. he is going to be a star for the Habs for many, many years. He has the puck. Uh, not quite on the point. Not quite down in the mid wall by the hash marks on the circle there. But he makes an attempt to pass it back to the defenseman on the point two times. And both times, there was a Minnesota Wild player there, nabs the puck, 
and gets a breakaway on twice. It happened literally within the span of 30 seconds. Two times. This, it's the fucking power play. What? What is going on? What is happening? I just don't know. I do not know. And I, I, I would be... I would be shocked if Alex Burrows is back next season. As crazy as it is that we have this freaking carousel of assistant coaches that go in and their job is this is going to be the guy to fix the power play. It never fucking happens. Kid played with the Sedins. Well, we should have brought in both of the fucking Sedins then. Because who the f- Alex Burrows is Sedin light with the Canucks. He didn't do the fucking power play with the Sedins. Fuck. And what's going on? Like when Martin St. Louis took over, he kind of said, you know, I'm just going to trust them to trust their instincts and like, Mm -hmm. you know, play loose out there. And is Mm -hmm. that what's going on here? That has to be it. Because you want to know another thing too. There was a game. Oh God. I'm trying to think. It it may have been the game against the Caps that Romanov had just an an awful game. It was either against the Caps or, um, or against, let's see, where was the schedule here? I had it. Um, I don't think it was the Islanders. It may have been the Caps. might have been uh, the Jackets last week, too. Because, I mean, the Habs had just been getting flummoxed. Yeah. Killed in the past week. Yeah. Regardless, Romanov has a few not great plays. Not his best game, essentially. He wasn't sat. He wasn't benched. Jordan Harris. And guys, um... Wait, am I right there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan Harris uh, <laughs> makes more than his fair share of mistakes in the game. Not benched. No one's getting benched. Everyone's playing. There are a lot of time that they want him to play. And it has to be, I have to believe, part of St. Louis' you know, um, strategy going forward. It's a lost season. Why bench yeah. people yeah. You know, during a lost season? You only replace somebody if they're injured. Like Paul Byron today is injured again. So he was out for the rest of the game there. Um, oh, sorry. Was he injured again? Did he start today? He started today, but then he oh. left during the first period. I missed today. I missed most of the game today. So I saw that's, part of the first. That's it. So like that. That's also to say to say that the Habs had to play with a man down on the on offense, and it's also to say that the Wild are a damn good team because that first period was a rough display of that. Uh, mm. Given that the Habs were just again not playing very well. All that I saw was giveaway after giveaway after giveaway. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Con- constantly, constantly, constantly. Um, Nick Suzuki, uh, the running narrative at the moment is that he's playing hurt because he's never at practice, practically. Right. Anytime that we hear about you know tweets or news in the morning any on any given day is that he's taking a therapy day. And I really yeah. wonder, does he have enough PTO to do that? <laughs> do they have pto is there like an agreed upon amount of therapy days you can take during a season no idea i'd love to figure that out though but i am yeah. not reading the nhlpa about it no no not worth the time no but yeah it, it's just without saying even though we've been saying it for the past few minutes of recording here uh habs have not been doing well um let's see uh yeah two nothing was today five in a row that they lost Yes, in regulation as well. Yeah. I wonder when the last time that's happened. It must have been a lot during this season. Ha-ha. The last win was against Toronto two weekends ago. Mm. Which is, uh, that's fine, honestly. And then the last win before that was the overtime win against uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. The shootout win uh, that Nick Suzuki got a darling of a goal in. Oh, beautiful. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. I am actually, nope. I'm fucking up. Two weeks ago, Toronto won that game. I meant to say uh, it, the last game that the Habs won was that 7-4 flubbing of the New Jersey Devils in Jersey. Oh, it, right. It's a game I can't even fucking remember. I don't really. Oh, no, because I, I no, I didn't watch that one live. That mm. one was a shootout win, wasn't it? No. No. I thought it was a sh- shootout win against the Devils. I have no idea. Um, it's Against bad. the Bolts. Right. Yeah. So... April 2nd, win against the Bolts. April 7th, win against the Devils. And they have not won a game since April 7th. The Knights lost to the Devils yesterday. 
Yeah, uh, I think the Knights, I don't know if they're strictly out of the playoff picture yet, but it's getting to the wire now for them. Yeah. So and The uh, only reason I, I sort of know about this is because Max is paying very close attention because the Canucks are, they're on a roll right oh now. Oh, yeah, they're making a run for it. Yeah. Good for the Canucks. They're on a roll, and they're Bruce, playing with a lot of characters. <laughs> I need, like, I and just they're, need... they're down their captain right now, too, so they're playing with a lot of characters. So it's kind of... um. It's wow. exciting. Max is upstairs right now watching the game. Who would have thought, playing with character, character, who would have thought that that would be an important component in a, <laughs> in a hockey team? Strange. Very strange. strange. So here we are. So here um, we are. Let me see. Yeah, the games in the past week almost can't, they're not even all that memorable. Last one nope. was, Jesus. Yeah, as I said, against uh, the Devils. Game against the Maple Leafs, ah, three to two loss, whatever. Yeah, Matthew scores two. Oh yeah, the whole conversation about Matthews fifty and fifty, and it's like as if, as if I want to quote uh, uh, um, Ellen Ripley from Alien, Sigourney Weaver in this, and saying, "Did IQs just drop off rapidly while I wasn't on Twitter?" Because though Matthews fifty goal score. Great accomplishment. Don't give a fuck about that rat-ass bastard. Um, 50 and 50 is scoring 50 goals within the first 50 games of the team's season. That's it. That, that's, that's, that's it. That is it. Yeah. There's no other way to interpret that. No. Any yeah, other I way agree. to interpret it is that, yeah, he got 50 goals within the season. Done. He did it within... 62 or 67 games or something like that. Yeah, that is great, but it's not 50 and 50. No. Like, that's that's it. And the, and Leafs Twitter was painting it as, like, the gold standard. That's how you do it. And no, no, it isn't. It isn't. It's never been no. that way. Whatever. They, I mean, they, they have revisionist history about yeah, everything, right? Just to shit. somehow make themselves feel better about the fact that their team doesn't do it. Mm-hmm. when it matters right that's right i've maintained i do not fucking care i do not fucking care about individual awards i don't fucking care about you know points in a season all i care about is making the playoffs yeah all i care about it's not a goal yep but it's important mm-hmm. it's not the only goal obviously but you got to make the playoffs right yes so, you do and then when you get to the playoffs you got to do something in the playoffs and so it's been almost 20 years now that they've been incapable of doing anything like that. And I don't see how they're, I, I just, I mean, just like last year, I don't, I don't care what kind of season they've had. I don't see how they're going to, I still don't, they, I don't know if there's any character on that team. I don't know if they've got any heart. I, you know, I haven't watched them much this season, but, and also you need a good goalie. It was the shock of my life. Literally, the shock of my life, my entire life, shocked when they did not make a play for a goalie at the trade deadline. Like, that, that is the issue with the... If, if they actually had a goalie goalie, they might actually have a shot. But I don't think so. I was uh, speaking to my uh, some of my hockey compatriots at Hooters uh, last week. You know, a refined establishment with incredible beer and great wings and fries. Nice. No. One of our guys was leaving is, is leaving the team and moving uh, someplace, so we had to give him a um, what is it a go away party? What the fuck do they call those now? Going away party. Going going away. Going away. I would like the go away party. I'm like, no, that sounds <laughs> go too away. Much Will you go, please? The going away party. All right, now I got the. Now I finally have the uh, the episode name that I wanted. The go away party. <laughs> All right, that's good. All right, so we're having a go away party for Bobby and. Um, <laughs> We, we got to the topic of the playoffs, and it was unanimous with a table of like around a dozen you know fellow hockey people of completely different fandoms, and everyone was like, there's no way they're getting out of the first round because they didn't get a goalie. Tale as old as time. Tale as old as time. Um, yeah, agreed. Uh, it, and it's not just it's not just that. They don't have any. Heart. Nope. Zero. Done. Zero. Man. Yep. Loss against like, Blue Jackets. You know, it's. I mean, we've 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 beat this 
um, dead horse how many times, but... Oh, this horse is a corpse at this point. Yeah. It's, it's, it is a bloody pulp yeah. seeping into the ground, making yeah. it's its not nutrients. baseball. Yeah. You can't yeah. just get a bunch of guys that can score and go, hey, go! Woohoo! We're going to win the mm. cup every year. No. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, spend three and a half hours watching baseball. Greatest time of my life. Oof. Rather freaking... Man, what a fucking game that was against the Islanders. So the biggest news, honestly, the biggest news for the Habs is that Price is back. And not only that, but Price (laughs) looks normal. He looks calm, moves the way he moves. It was mentioned uh, during the podcast today, uh, no, during the broadcast today with Dan Robertson and Mike Johnson. Yeah. Which was a a great treat because I didn't expect that. Wearing um, matching suits. Wearing matching suits because they're just a bunch of dudes being bros. <laughs> uh, the opening face-off of the game, uh, the puck goes deep into the Habs zone, just right off the rip. Uh, teams are chasing after it. And Price, you know, just herpy-derp, goes around the net as he does. Stops the puck with his stick like it's, like like it's you know, like it's yeah. nothing. Like he's yeah. breathing air. But the thing is, this puck is rattling around the boards and he just, you know, Poke checks the puck to the ground. He has two Islanders, you know, blocking uh, the boards for any sort of like bank off it that one would mm-hmm. assume that a goalie would do. No, mm-hmm. what he does is that he passes the puck straight up the middle to, yeah, the only open hab out there in the middle. Guy grabs it, curls around, and breaks out of the zone. And that's it. You know, any yep. other goalie probably would have, you know, hesitated a second. And who knows what would have happened then. But yeah. it's Carey Price we're talking about. And he looked fine. He looked fine against the Islanders. In the game against the yeah. Islanders, it was nothing-nothing for two periods until, yeah. well, then it was Zach Parisi opens the scoring. You know, it was one nothing, And then in that third period, a nothing-nothing game became a 3 nothing game against the Habs. And we're thinking, oh, how typical. Habs can't score with Price in net. I was hoping it would be a different thing tonight, but it happened again, despite the goal that was called back. Yeah, but how, like, they they were, like, eh, handily out shooting the Islanders. Like, crazy. Oh, yeah. Shots at the end of the match were 44-20. But it's also, I didn't like how they were playing in so far that yeah they're getting a tons of sh- tons of shots against the Islanders. Uh, however, Sorokin he didn't have to do a whole lot to make those saves either. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. it's as if the 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 high danger chances when one says that you're talking about shots in the slot, which is between the two certain you know two face off dots. You know things that right. are give the shooter more advantage, give him more uh, angles. We're taking mm-hmm. shots from, like, the fucking concession stands. It's like, of course Sorokin's going to stop those. Uh, Habs were 0-2 on the power play. Um, Jesus Christ, Habs were 0-2 on the power play against the Capitals. Habs were 0-3 on the power play against the, the Wild tonight. I'm sure I can go back further into the uh, the recent history of games here and see how the power play was. Like against uh, New Jersey, you know, the Habs scored seven. And they weren't even given a power play opportunity in that game. Mm-hmm. Strange. When's the last time the Habs scored? Oh, yeah, four power plays against the Leafs. Didn't score on any of them. One power play against Columbus. Didn't score. Ah, actually, excuse me. I lied. Against Winnipeg. So I think the last time that the Habs scored a power play goal was April 13th against the blue jackets right which would give them a horrendous uh record of power play you know success since that date like it's below 10 percent. it's just what yeah. i just don't i do not understand you have a caulfield you have a suzuki you have romanov you have harris well harris is kind of learning but it's just i don't know i don't know I don't Holy know what shit, it is. do they cover Caulfield, though, eh? The other teams? <laughs> oh, they know <laughs> they now. They do not want him to they, get the puck. They do know. They do know now. Yeah. So there is yeah. that, at least. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, with, you know, sort of the 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 imprint that um, uh, Gorton and Hughes are making on this team, 
I would really be shocked if um, Alex Burroughs um, kept his job, at least as the power play coach. Right. Yeah, it's... um. It is, it is really, it is really um, astonishing how historically bad the Habs have been on the power play, like yep. spanning over a decade. Over a decade. Absolutely yeah. over a decade. Yeah. Ever since I started watching, it's like, wow, power play is coming. Sweet. We're going to get a goal. Okay, maybe next time. Mm, mm -mm. Okay. Uh, mm -mm. Maybe we'll get a goal against. Okay. Mm -mm. It's so bad. It's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! Like now I just... nobody's making a very big deal out of it. And and the other night too, with um, the eight four loss against a, the Capitals, um, apparently um, the coach Martin Saint Louis after after the game, like I guess he was being questioned about leaving Montembeau in net for that for all of <laughs> for the whole game. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, well. His whole thought was that he didn't want to put price in. Yeah, you don't want to put price in because of the back situation. to back. No. Yeah, Montebo's the backup. He gets you know he gets the you know, shit yeah. rolls downhill. There it is. Yeah, that was a shit ton of rubber. So it's like when Michel Terrien got vilified for leaving in um, Al Montoya. I guess. Montoya. What was it the Blue Jackets? That the game? Blue Jackets. Yeah, ten to one. Mm -hmm. I, and like I think that? that was a weekend where the Habs got killed, like, in a similar fashion, too. It was, like, 8 to something, then 10 to something. Like, the Blue Jackets just murdered the Habs that weekend. Yeah, that was, was a bad Columbus, one. Columbus, the cannon. Yeah, that was a bad one. Um, what else was more to that? Now, granted, the Capitals, however, have historic success uh, in the Bell Center. In the past few, I forget the exact number, but I feel like it's since... 2017 the caps are 17 one and two in the bell center wow yeah so uh whenever the caps are in town don't go to the game the Habs yeah. will lose <laughs> they will lose i believe in streaks and this one is a big yeah. one might be the biggest yeah one. because it's in the players heads too definitely mm -hmm. i wonder actually well they probably don't keep track of streaks like that frankly that's like well you know the players stuff, will so. The players kept track of the losing streak in San Jose. They knew damn well. Well, I think it, I wonder if it's like, do they know or do they like, oh, really? That's crazy. Because the broad, you know, whoever's interviewing them brings it up and they're like, oh, really? That's crazy. Ha ha ha. Hopefully we win this time 20 years no. later. Yeah. I recall something. I think Josh Anderson said something about it. Like he knew it was, it was brought up to him, but he knew exactly what they were talking about. Interesting. Yeah. Now. Further to that point, something important that I wanted to talk about is um, during one of the pressers uh, with a, uh, it might have been after the Islanders, um, after the Islanders game, the loss, and they're you know interviewing Carey Price now. Carey Price can actually do interviews now, which is great post game. Yeah, and he had mentioned how he's still dealing with the Stanley Cup loss. And I'm like, that is also a big indicator for Shea Weber, isn't it? I can only imagine. Which that is a that is that might have been that might be the biggest question mark of all now for the Habs is what's gonna happen with Shea Weber. Is he yeah. going the carry price route and just taking time off to to deal with himself because of the Stanley Cup loss, because of physical issues? Who knows? Because we have heard zero about Shea Weber in a long time, yeah. I think. Yeah. We've heard a lot of speculation and a lot of people who right. seem to uh, be owners of the truth. But, um, like, there's just little things like um, Kent Hughes, uh, uh, Gorton talking about naming the next captain and that kind of thing. Like, you know, kind of like Shea Weber is just, like, not in the mm -hmm. picture for them anymore there's that kind of thing but i actually was thinking about that the other day thinking about shea weber in game five in tampa and that stanley cup final and just like how do you recover from that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. your entire career you've 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 been trying to get there and you're finally there Has seconds left seconds left and they could have tied it 
I know it is. It's always rising to the occasion when you need to. Yeah. And here we are. Was Arturi Lekkinen even in the game today against the Habs? He plays on Colorado. That's a good point. <laughs> That's probably why I didn't hear about him. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been paying attention to anything about him the other day, but I was skimming through um, the NHL app the other day for Max, looking something up for Max, and um, saw that Colorado beat, I forget what team, like by a, like eight to whatever, a huge margin. And I went to see his, his numbers, and he was a minus one mm. in a game that Colorado scored. And he got like like 16 minutes of ice time too. So that's the only thing that I've seen about Arturi Lekkonen since he left. Yeah, well, Arturi's actually playing with legitimate, like, star players now with Colorado. Yeah. Those guys that score, team that wins, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so, unfortunately, Lekkonen, I think, was in a completely different country at the time. So, of course, I didn't hear about him. That's my bad. No problem. So, there's that. Um. Next game is on Thursday against the Flyers. Assuming price starts again at home. Um, yeah, let's hope uh, the Habs can actually score a goal. Yeah. Give uh, give price some backup. What were the shots tonight? What were the shots tonight? I didn't watch the last two periods. 26-30 against. That wasn't crazy. It was kind of even Steven for a lot of the game too, even though Minnesota like had the play though they were making the right. play but shots overall were you know pretty even and 30 26 that's nothing that's nothing in term in terms of like possession and you know pressure and just the ability to do stuff man yeah. yep jordan harris and jeff petrie killed the last five minutes of that game puck over glass eh, harris is young whatever What's going on with Jeff Petrie? Is he getting traded when we're in Montreal in July? I don't even know if I can hope for that. Because with how this defensive core is, as it is right now, it's going to take like years for them to be coherent, I think. Um, Jordan Harris, is he going to be a staple up here? Maybe. Caden uh, Gooley, there's a lot of hope for him that he'll be good. Mm -hmm. um, don't know if he'll play with the team next year. But it actually brings up another point regarding that is, man, this training camp coming up. Going to have to bust some fucking balls in there. Holy crap. I'm only saying balls because I'm assuming that all the players on the Habs are equipped as such. Uh, you're going to have to run the ringer on them. Yeah, that'll be Make interesting them. to see what Martin St. Louis does. Exactly, right? because I don't think he's ever run an NHL training camp before. Of course not. <laughs> no. I really wonder if they're going to get like a assuming because i am assuming that he's gonna be their guy next season assuming yeah um Ted hughes is really high on him he's yeah. he's he's already kind of let that cat out, out of the bag that he wants to extend him so i'm kind of um i'm wondering if they're going to try to get yet yet another assistant coach that's maybe perhaps more seasoned in the nhl than martin but i really wondered too with that clash with what he's trying to do with the team in general because i can imagine assuming again lots of need a lot of levity here uh yeah whatever um just say that if martin's coaching an entire season he's going to be coaching to win benching kids um you know swapping out healthy scratches you know trying to get the, the most the op most optimal team that he can get on the ice to win games yeah um and that the only reason that things are more uh, not lackluster, but more mm, not mm -hmm. flippant. It's a petri dish right now for Martin, so he's just throwing whatever you know sticks to the ice and seeing what happens. I think. Yeah. So we'll I have to see. So many unknowns going into next season and the off season. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, like. A coach with like, well, I mean, he's got a little bit of NHL experience, but it, it's it's he he was brought into a different situation. He just came in to sort of change the mood around the team and um, 
which he did very well. And I think that's what I was saying to you guys last week in the group chat is that like, you know, is the shiny penny effect, is that over now with Martin St. Louis? Like, you know, players kind of falling back into their old habits. Um, so yeah, like he, he was brought into a different situation. So I wonder, like, I'm going to be very interested to see. I'm going to be very curious to see what they do about that situation in, mm -hmm. in, in management. Yeah, agreed. Like, um, Le Cavalier, for instance, is he still going to be like, um, an advisor? Yeah, like an advisor. Are they, are they going to actually get him in behind the bench? I'm kind of wondering if they, if they're setting this up as an alley oop to make him closer, you know, to the team. So he's not like a, a remote video dude or whatever it is that he's doing, the advisor role. Right. I'm kind of wondering about that. I think he wants to live in Florida, though, doesn't he? Yeah, <laughs> I have a, I have an assumption that he wants to live in sunny Florida. Yeah. For the rest of his life. Yeah. Or who knows? Maybe he loves, you know, Canada enough and the Montreal Canadiens enough that he actually wants to, you know, move up there and commit to it fully. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, the 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 Saint Louis experiment, I think, has 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 been working. Um, but yeah, like. I think he could only benefit from having somebody with like actual coaching experience at the NHL level working with him or some like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Imagine bringing in Tarion as an assistant coach. <laughs> That'll really whip some freaking people together. Holy. Oh God. Can you imagine? They're soft. Yeah. They're no soft. idea. So soft. They're soft. Just smoking right on the bench blowing it in yeah. Caulfield's face. I think I think though um like Martin like his his philosophy when he was coming in like no system, no structure that kind of thing. I mm. think next year there's going to be some kind of structure implemented. I think when I you're wonder. coaching to win, like you I said. I wonder. I wonder. I do wonder because the whole concept idea is really skills based. And also too, uh Habs did hire they stole that one guy from Toronto to be a strictly skills coach as well. Right. So, yeah, I wonder. I think there is still still going to be a bit of leeway with young players because get this. I was just looking at the uh, time on ice uh, tonight. Um, the player with the most time on ice uh, was Alexander Romanov, twenty two minutes, uh, maxed it out. Uh, second place is Nick Suzuki, followed then by David Savard. And then it was um, Anderson and Petrie with Caulfield coming in at like 18 minutes. And then mm. it kind of drops a bit, everyone else. Like yeah. even like uh, like Edmondson had 17 minutes. That's another thing too. I didn't hear Savard or Edmondson's name at all tonight, nor Romanov's. You know what I mean? So with defense right. to me, that's always like, uh, well, maybe they're playing okay. But it yeah, sometimes it was like a wreck in their own end as it been a, as it's been a, bit of a consistent issue this entire season uh lowest time on ice with byron you know he had to leave early followed by matthew Perrault, uh then dolphin and pitlick pitlick almost got himself a goal his first goal as a hab Tyler, called back yeah. called back because dolphin shoved somebody into the goalie which yeah i don't know how anybody on habs twitter can deny that it's as plain yeah. as day yeah Doron shoved the guy in the talbot <laughs> That's, that's, it's goaltender interference. That's not a bad call. That, that's literally the, that's, that, that happens. But anyway. I'll bet there were deniers though. Yeah. I mean, there always are. Yeah. Always are. But as soon as I yeah, saw the I replay, I was like, mm -hmm. hmm. no, nah, that, that's coming back. Unfortunately, if it didn't yeah. come back, I would have been like, okay, I guess we're yeah. doing this now. Yeah. So. Mike Hoffman, hundred percent on the faceoff dot today. Good for Sweet. Him. Good for how many? Him. How many faceoffs did he take? I wish they actually gave that statistic. I know it's crazy. I fucking hate the NHL website. It's so yeah, it's stupid. awful. It's so stupid. <laughs> hate it. But yeah, that's where we are. Um, some news to oh my god, catch up on in the past two weeks since we've uh, since we haven't uh, been on. Uh, Jonathan Duran, he's down for the rest of the season. Jesus Christ. Next season, he better bring it. Because either that or he's just going to be yeah, like... Yeah, he oh. had the wrist surgery. 
yeah wrist surgery so he better bring it or he's just gonna be like a regular dude i guess in the habs not like a he posted to instagram today which is rare oh my god what was it it was a photo of him with kids in the loge um last weekend he was hosting a bunch of uh, kids in the you know in the whatever the suite in um in a suite in uh the bell center oh that's nice yeah that is nice good for him yeah um jesse ilonen you know had a decent uh running with the halves uh reassigned to the laval rocket the laval rocket and le Le lion de trois rivieres both Mm -hmm. heading to the playoffs so if you want more halves hockey be sure to check out the laval rocket and uh le lion le lion uh they're uh they're um um Ils ont première saison. That's also now also the première series, where it'll be their first playoff appearance and their first time being a team in existence. So that's a quite an accomplishment. Good for yeah, them. Yeah, it's exciting. It is exciting. Um, hopefully, oh, I wonder, wonder how they're going to do the playoffs then this year because I wouldn't mind trying to catch a game if I can. The last time I saw a playoff AHL game, yeah, it was for. The Ice Caps, St. John's. Uh, they were playing against the Syracuse Crunch. And I went to that game, got a puck. And I also, that was the last game, I think, that the Rock, uh, that uh, the Ice Caps had ever played. Because after that, they were moved to Laval. Right. So I saw their last game. And the last goal against them, it was an overtime goal against them, of course, was scored by their former captain that had been traded to um, the Lightning. Who the hell was that? Can't remember. I have to look that up. But I'm not a listener will know. For sure. It is a name that would be familiar, though, because I do think he played in the NHL for a bit as well. Um, <laughs> more medical updates. Uh, Allen, groin injury. Season is over. Um, oh, the um, Baron. Kid that we uh, got from, um, yep, yeah, he is. His season is also over, but he'll be at training camp. Uh, Heineman, Emil Heineman, the uh, guy that we got in the, oh my god, the Foley trade. Um, he's being evaluated in Montreal by medical staff, uh, treated for an upper body injury, and we're not sure if he'll be able to play. Maybe he'll play for the Habs. I'm actually, yeah, yeah. There, he's actually under contract, so he could either play for the Rocket or the Habs. Uh, so who knows? Maybe we'll get to see this up uh, this this hot shot prospect that we got in that uh trade. I'm pretty cool. sure it was the Toffoli one. Yeah, I'm think I think it was Toffoli. Um, yeah. first inductee is announced for the Molson Hall of Fame. Neither myself or Veronica, unfortunately. <laughs> These both, oh, they have like rooms dedicated to their, to the Habs. Oh, that, that's, that's a lot. Good for them. Now, so just some uh, regular, regular Habs fans uh, got to be uh, memorialized as Hall of Fan inductees. Good for them. Uh, That's amazing. The Radio Teledon raises $182,000 for the Montreal Canadiens uh, Children's Foundation. Awesome time. Um, Saturday night. Let's see what what Saturday was this. This would be would have been do, 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 against the Capitals. It was LGBTQ plus night at the Bell Center. Uh, Habs uh, wearing jerseys, uh, repping the LGBTQ plus flag colors, and those uh jerseys are up for auction. Beautiful jerseys, very colorful. Yeah, very nice. Very good for them. Uh, we already talked about Carey Price for making his return. Excellent. Michael Pazetta suspended for two games for for illegally oh, checking TJ Oshie in the face. Can't do that, apparently. So finally, George Perot has um, you know shown his true colors and that he finally suspended a hab for doing something. <laughs> he also got billed uh, $7,500. Damn. Fine, yeah. George Paris. Harris, thank you. Not yeah. word. Ah, <laughs> uh, today, tonight was Ivan Cornway. Yeah, it was Ivan uh, Cornway's uh, night uh, where you know if you were one of the first five thousand fans of the Bell Center, you got yourself a Cornway bobblehead. 
much like the bobblehead I got in the mail of Yvonne Lambert. Uh, I never got mine. Of the 76, 77 Habs. Uh, yeah. You will. Mine took forever to get here. Like a month. At okay. Least. Yeah. We ordered it like fucking, what was it? March. Like a month ago on the on on the air during the podcast. Yeah. Of yeah, actually, yeah, and I only got it like yesterday. Okay. And I'm okay. in a different country. Right. Though I am closer to Montreal. You are way closer to Montreal than I, I am. Way closer to Montreal than you. But no, it comes in a really nice box. Like the box was so nice, I decided to keep it, and I have the oh, bobblehead cool. right there on my desk. I'm looking Show at it us. Right now. Not moving. My Can you camera. reach it? Oh, oh, that that's oh yeah. Here comes <laughs> Yvonne Lombert. Actually, it's a very nice looking bobblehead, though. Oh, wow. I do like it quite a bit. So Yeah, he looks great. Oh, yeah, it looks awesome. Like, compared to their other bobbleheads that they had, like, it yeah. actually looks like him, sort of. Yeah. So, good. Nope. Uh, awesome. He is notoriously known in the Habs for scoring uh, the overtime goal of Game 7. Against the Boston Bruins that sent the Habs to the 79 or 78 Stanley Cup playoff game. Uh, but that was the overtime game where Don Cherry fucked up. <laughs> and so Lambert uh, got the uh, winning goal in that in overtime. And beat the Bruins. Don Cherry can't count. Don Cherry can't count. <laughs> Too bad. So sad. But yeah, that's it. So that's what happened. Let's see. How are we doing here? Oh, we got some time left. Don't know what else to talk about. Um, So there are five more games left to play. Uh, Philly, Senators on Saturday. My friend Chris is going to that one. Um, He's going to... Are they playing in Ottawa? Yes, they're playing in Ottawa. So Tim Stutzla can, you know, dive all that he wants. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Boston on Sunday. Rangers on Wednesday. And then next Friday... The last game of the season against the fucking Florida Panthers. Right. And that's it. So hopefully the yeah, Habs can win. Soon enough. Yeah. Hopefully the Habs can win one of those games. Or score goals. Or score like a goal. Score. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. 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 Goal differential is not in the Habs' favor the past two weeks. Let me let me let me do let me do some number crunching right here. Okay. The Habs have been outscored. They have the worst differential in the league. No. Coyotes they don't? do now. It now that now belongs solidly to the Coyotes. I thought the Habs had like in excess of a hundred. Uh, nope, that's nope? Coyotes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Three, one, three, seven. The Habs have been out gold twenty-two to seven in the last, uh, you know, since uh, last Monday. Yeah. Twenty-two. To seven. Gotta do better than that. Don't care who you are. Um, let me actually take a look at uh the standings here because I know everyone's really concerned about that first overall pick. So concerned. So much concern. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, tonight the halves are now minus a hundred, while Arizona is minus a hundred and six. Wow. Good for them. The next yeah. worst team, aside from those two, would be Philadelphia at minus 85. Just to underscore how bad the Habs have been. The next team has like 15 fewer goals scored against them in the differential race. I don't know how to say that properly. <laughs> Honestly, I have no idea. Um, I don't know. So Habs right now sit at 51 points. They have a game. No, no, they're... Five games left while Arizona, who are they playing tonight right now? Arizona? Don't think so. No, whatever. Uh, Arizona has six games left. Habs have five games left. Uh, Habs have 51 points. Arizona has 49. So people that care, Arizona, of course, could pull ahead at any point that they want to if the Habs lose, like, every game going forward and blah, 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 blah. Who fucking cares? Same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. Um, Unfortunately, Seattle are likely to finish above the Habs in the standings despite them being an expansion team. That sucks. Yeah. Horrendous. 
Just throw away this season. Awful. Throw it away. Terrible. Gonna throw a go away party. Throw it a go away party. <laughs> like honestly, it can't be done soon enough. Christ. Florida. Eleven game win streak. Must be nice. Habs haven't done that since yeah, the seventies. So we're going to be, the happy hour is going to be in Montreal in July. That's right. We will be in Montreal in July for the draft. Myself, Veronica, and Beth. Beth, who, uh, you know, because of scheduling issues, is not here with us tonight. And that's going to continue for a while. It's going to be a little touch and go for when the ha- when we actually record um, yeah. <clears throat> in a given week. But, um, yes, we will be in Montreal for the draft. And, uh, you know... You want to hang out, get in touch with us. I'm sure yeah. we would love the company. Yeah. We're just um, scoping out Airbnbs to stay at. Uh, rates at the Airbnb are, are considerably higher than the last time we were there, David, because I'm, I'm sure because of um, the draft being in Montreal. But um, it's been like the Airbnb site, not great. Like I say, you know, a house, three people, three guests. And like then these options come up that are like one bedroom. Oh no, there's there's extra filters that you can throw on there to ask for at least mm. you know, like three beds. Now granted, what does bed actually constitute for an Airbnb yeah. host? So figure yeah. that out. So sometimes I just go for like three bedrooms. But of course, yes. you know, you're you're asking for three bedrooms, you might as well rent a house at that point. Um, yeah. And that's, uh, that's but we one. had that we had that apartment last time we were there, and I actually reached out to the Airbnb host mm-hmm. because she gave us like a five star rating or whatever for being great guests. Wow, that's kind of surprising um, given things that occurred. <laughs> when when the three of us were there, you and Beth and I. Oh, that one. Never that mind. One. Okay, <laughs> I was thinking a previous time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, you and Beth and me. Right. That no, was that a was, three bedroom. Yeah, that was really good. Too. I loved that location. It was just very far from the metro, and it was fucking cold when we were there. Holy shit! Remember, yeah, it actually, was so windy. It's actually gonna be nice when we're there this time. Yeah, it's gonna be nice when we're there. Yeah, so. we can party whenever and however and <laughs> as long as we want because it'll be nice and warmer. Yeah. Can't wait. So I reached out. I reached out to her, but oh, yeah, good. yeah. Now, if they got time, yeah, freaking, I'd love that place again. As long as they don't yeah. close us for 300 a night. Yeah. Because that could happen. If it's 300 a night, might as well get a stop at, like, a fucking hotel, then, if that's the case. Oh, no, hotels are going to be higher than that. They'll be sold out. Probably. Maybe. Yeah. It always surprises me what ends up being available sometimes for busy weekends, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, but yeah, no, we'll be in town and we'll probably make our usual stops at McLean's and, uh, you know, we'll be trying to get into uh, the draft itself, of course, uh, and check things out from there. Because it's going to be, it's going to be a a fucking interesting time for sure. Yeah, it's going to be interesting for sure. Mm -hmm. I want to make a stop at Holder on Miguel, though. Holder on Miguel. If we can. Holder on Miguel. The Duck Confit and the... um, the French onion soup. Oh, okay. So yeah, good yeah. there. We so good that. there. Yeah. That sounds like a, uh, I got to make a stop at um, that one subway I found was really good. Oh, <laughs> the when you went to the metal show? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was funny. At the Corona Theater. That was a nice tie-in to current times. Yeah. Never thought I'd care about that word as corona. much. Corona. Yep, the Corona <laughs> Theater. Nobody calls it that anymore, though. I wonder, do they? Like, I, I, I rarely hear coronavirus. Oh, true. Yeah, either COVID and yeah. this and the other thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. So, yeah, so that'll be fun. It will be fun. Yep, Get there on see. July 6th. Yep, I'll be there as well. Um, getting Veronica from the airport. Thank you. Getting Beth at, at the airport at some point, too. Not entirely sure where she's when she's flying in. Yep. Uh, I booked the time off work. Yep, yep. And I got my flights entirely on points. I have a lot of points accumulated. And I'm flying first class both ways. Because mm-hmm. I just thought, you know, it's a six-hour flight from Vancouver. 
Why would and, you want, why would you want to be with people? You know, and so why would you want to be with the menagerie in the back? I mean, it's not so like I I don't mind flying economy, but I just thought, you know what? Uh I have the points. It, like it cost me a grand total of $85 out of my pocket. Nice. Um for the tickets. So, you know what? I just um I, on the way there, actually I wish it was on the way back, but on the way there, I'm, I I have my own pod. That's awesome. I want That's, to do I want to ooh, do that. I'm so sometime. excited. Yeah. One of these days when I get my tax return, I'll probably go and try to do that to Vegas. But to Vegas, it's probably like more expensive for some reason. I don't know why, but oh well. There's a nonstop from, from New York, no? No. It's not nonstop? Not from Albany. Oh, right. Albany is a really weird airport when it comes to any destination that you want to go to. Because I think a one-way flight to... Wait a second. No, like a... Sorry, there and back again would be like 500 and change to Vegas. It's weird. Seems expensive. Then For a round trip? That yeah. sounds good. Mm, 500 American dollars. American dollars, yeah. To Canadian, that might be like six or 700, mm -hmm. give or take. Now, granted, yeah. oh, so what I end up doing is I drive to fucking Hartford, Connecticut, you know, take a two hour drive out there get a flight out of there and save a hundred bucks on that. Now, is it actually saving money if I, have, if I have to pay for parking? Actually, yes, it is when it comes to the lots out there because or right. else like I could just get an Uber over to, you know, the, the yeah. airport over here. Yeah. But it's so, it's like, it, that's like the thing. Like I'm shopping around for airports and other fucking states to leave out, to leave out of because they're like better priced. Same thing, like, I usually go down to JFK because JFK, for some reason, has cheaper prices than Albany. New York City airlines have cheaper prices than fucking Albany, New York. Albany, New York has 80,000 people on it. New York City, 10 million people mm -hmm. live there. It's like, what? how the mm -hmm. fuck does this happen? That's I just, weird. I just don't understand. Yeah. Maybe it's because more flights are leaving JFK. Yeah. They call Albany the international, an international airport mostly because they get freight. <laughs> Assholes. anyway enough of that anyway because i could bitch yeah. about that all fucking day yeah. uh new season of better call saul started uh yesterday oh man oh man i didn't start it yet i'm still running through season three at the moment of the series on my rewatch preparing for the new season that's dropping now there is so much to unpack so it was two episodes that aired last night perfect um back to back so it was like a two and a half hour extravaganza with all all the commercials and everything on AMC. Mm -hmm. But there is so much to unpack, Dave. I can't wait for you to watch it so we can talk about it. Um, I listened to um, my friend Logan on Twitter. Um, he's also a Better Call Saul huge fan. And he sent me the link to, because I, I know a lot of our listeners and a lot of Habs fans uh, watch this show. But he sent me a link to a podcast this morning, which was basically an episode of like huge Better Call Saul fans breaking down the first two episodes that aired last night. It, it is what it's called the Watch Pod, and they do a lot of other TV shows as well, or other shows that are on either on Netflix or HBO or whatever. Oh, my allergies are kicking my ass. I'm so sorry. Um, but this was fascinating. So listeners, if you can go to the watch pod, wherever you listen to your podcasts, if you're a Better Call Saul fan, the two people here reviewing it were like super huge, like huge Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul junkies. And like they know their shit and they brought a couple of things up on there that I went, oh my God, I did not even realize that. So um, <laughs> yeah, it's... That I can't recommend. I can't recommend that enough. I know that Dave, you're not big on listening to podcasts. You just host them. <laughs> yeah, I just host one. I yeah. <laughs> literally listen to zero podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I listen. I listen to some. Sometimes I listen to my favorite murder every week. Oh yeah, if it's about murder. Yeah, I love. I love. I love murder investigations. Um. And everything that goes into them. But yeah, so anyway, Better Call Saul, worth it, worth it. There was so much that happened last night. And like, I was thinking they're going to, they're going to 
be like they're going to start off slow and not give us anything. No, there was a lot in last night's episode. I'm I'm not spoiling anything, but awesome. And yeah, directed by two different people. Those two episodes. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting who they pick for directors for these series. I wonder how that all breaks down. Ray uh, it directs the fourth episode. Mm. She directs the fourth episode this That's season. Cool. Yeah. Nice. My girlfriend. Yeah. Yes, your girlfriend. Yes. Your okay, married cool. girlfriend. Great. My married girlfriend. Which we <laughs> which everyone has at some point in their lives. Let's <laughs> let's let's stop being coy about this, okay? It'll be a topic on next week's happy hour. <laughs> Yeah, she's uh, she's great. And I didn't realize that she really, this is really her first role. Like major role it is. Yeah. And she is fantastic. She's fantastic. She's incredible. Oh, my God. And I we're can't talking about Rhea, um, Ray uh, Seaborn. Seahorn. Seahorn. That's right. Yeah. Ah, also, kudos to Bob Odenkirk, who um, has himself a star on the Hollywood yeah. Walk of Fame. Much deserved. My God. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, and Giancarlo Esposito, who plays Gus Spring. Mm -hmm. I saw him last night in an interview for the first time. Like, I've never seen him outside of his role on, in Better Call Saul or Breaking Bad. And right. he was on Jimmy Kimmel last night. Ugh. Oh, my God, David. This guy, he's so high energy and fun. That's solely and, like, not saying like it's completely totally not gus i was so shocked that's like funny. laughs at his own jokes he's really like smiling all the time and like super he's like so the opposite of gus it's incredible that is really cool yeah it's really cool so if you can find it on youtube um he was on jimmy kimmel last night awesome yeah I'll yeah check that out asap yeah oh look at that i was post up a. Uh... Some photos of Corn YA speaking with Cole Caulfield. That's awesome. After the game. Oh, nice. I think, or during warm-ups, maybe. I'm not entirely sure. That's cool. And there's that Dan Robertson cool. that was on the call, tweeting as a reply, this is great. What a thrill to have met Yvonne Corn YA. Looking great at 78. Wow. And he does, too. Because I remember I remember meeting uh, Yvonne uh, during the uh, fantasy camp. And, yeah, he was he was all over the place. He, he was, he was yeah. great really great yeah. he was coaching the um other team essentially drawing up lines talking to all the players about what they can do or not do so that was pretty cool <laughs> um also uh some very last minute news uh da, 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 da. adidas is being sued by a hockey fan in florida for not actually selling authentic uh jerseys um, the guy in the lawsuit cited that the stitching is wrong compared, compared to auction bought jerseys that are worn on the ice and what's actually on sale by Adidas. Um, one of the, um, things about a Jersey that makes it authentic quote unquote, is that it's not the ironed on numbers, the cheap plastic numbers. It's the actually like sewed in numbers and whatnot, yeah. which is something I do check whenever I buy a Jersey. I want to make sure that's actually sewed in. And uh, mm -hmm. I haven't had the issue that this particular person has had, but um, that's something to look out for. Because I remember all my Reebok jerseys are authentic, authentic jerseys. Yeah, I haven't. I, I don't have an Adidas an Adidas jersey. I don't. Think. Are you sure? I think that Kotkaniemi has one. No, it was a, it was a fake one. Oh, okay. I didn't know what I was buying. It was it was like one of those fanatics. Yeah, ones. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's kind of cheesy. Whenever I get a jersey, I'm always like money and yeah. I get like a real real one yeah 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 but I've also no, I was just like too. wow I'm saving so much yes. and yes. it doesn't matter anyway because yeah. he's gone right uh, yeah right but I, I remember like the last ish jersey you got was like that one there it was there was yeah. something else to mention too oh stop bothering Guy Lafleur yeah perhaps I had to release ready. a statement about that that's embarrassing fans leave him alone so I don't know to what degree they've been bothering him, but yeah. like, I don't know what's been going on, but. Habs were like, there's going to be no more comment about this. It's like, oh, somebody did something somewhere. So yeah, let's not do that anymore. Yeah. Um, And then that's it. We are now out of time. That's it. So it's too bad we have, we didn't have, um fun Habs games to talk about yeah the last fun Habs game was um against Jersey two weeks ago 
Mm-hmm. It's cool, I guess. And I miss it. I was at the gym. Two wins in the last 10, give or take, I think, now for the Habs. Maybe one win, give or take, yeah. depending on how the games fall. Um, at this point, the only thing I'm looking forward to is the season being over. Yeah, me too. Season over, done. <laughs> Sorry to say. Ridiculous. And then, yeah, then, you know, we'll still be around in the summer, in the yep. off season, yep. chatting about whatever we can when we can. As usual. As yeah. usually well. So, until then, like and subscribe. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll be back next week unless something catastrophic happens to our schedules again. <laughs> I think we'll be okay. Yeah. Okay, bye. Okay. Goodbye. Bye, 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 bye.